Welcome to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour. The Power of Water, Water Life Science, and What Nature's Pharma is Worldwide. The show has we've had the show for many years. We're going on twelve years, and we've made a point when I started this show that the messenger would be the mission and the journey of what we've all been trying to accomplish throughout our world is education about your health, your planet that you're living with, and the health of the planet, and learning what we can do together as a population, as a society, as a culture throughout the world. How can we live to be healthy and think about other people, other lives, and what's best for all? And that is what is something that we all have to stop and think about. Is the planet Earth living together? And I do agree that education is vital. And I do agree that when the more you learn and don't take for granted about how our earth is living and how we're living with that earth. And as I have said from the beginning of this show, at the beginning years ago, that what we need to learn for better health of our lives, of our planet earth to live with us, and living with the universe. I, whenever I think about the planet every day, and my faith is in God, living with the planet, is that the fact that without the water, there'd be no planet Earth to live the way we're living. That's why I called this the power of water. And I must say, as the founder of Biologic Aqua Research and Water Life Science, the education and research that I have given multi-millions to and our heroes, our, our the investors that have been with me, they have given their lives and sacrificed their lives to help me educate the world that without the power of water, there'd be no life on earth. And our health needs to be educated about better research the research that we do every day got into medicine, the tablet, the formulated products. Yes, they do make a lot of money, and they do make money pretty fast. But there was something up to the 1800s that they were learning about the word evaporation of water. Evaporation of water is what began the beginning of our planet Earth. It evaporated. And all of a sudden, here came life in the power of that water evaporation. Yes, it's not a secret, but it's, it's, it's been, we're studying it. The moment you were born, you left the pocket of water of your mother. You entered into the atmosphere's water vapor. That water vapor, you began to evaporate. Water, because you didn't have that pressure of water around you in your mother's womb. That's how, what a miracle this all is. You would not have been born within the period of time once that 
you had to have every organ of your body have a percentage of water to be prepared to evaporate that water with life at the beginning of your time on the planet, living in the atmosphere to your death. Life to death is water to death. Our planet has to be thought out that way, too. That soil is vital to us. You can't have sand. It becomes an incinerator. It becomes a spark of electric lightning. You need the soil. You need water above the earth, not just in aquifers, to add moisture to the planet Earth, to the atmosphere. And you need a healthy soil. You need, it's like the Pocahontas song. The trees so tall can, should not be cut down. If it's healthy, the tree will add moisture to the air if it's healthy. If it's not healthy, it'll cause the soil to become granular, like sand. The bugs will go crazy. They'll be infested all over. The planet Earth will be nothing but bugs because insects, because they're trying to survive. Earth doesn't have enough moisture, and the forest lands are dying. we got to think about that. What is happening? It's the water. Let's think about that. It's the power of water. Think about that open-mindedly. And what is happening to our forests throughout the world? We had it happen in the Middle East way back in time. It wasn't always just sand. We've had it happen in Mexico, Arizona, New Mexico, now in California, starting in, in Oregon, moving into Washington. The soil was forgotten. Bugs are becoming out of control, insects. The forests are starting to die because we're not thinking about it. We're trying to find every excuse in the world other than developing a technology. And we're uh, on our planet. We are brilliant about technology after all these years of time that has passed. We've invented the toothbrush for economic reasons because if we didn't invent the toothbrush, people couldn't chew. Your health would be out of control. The governments couldn't keep up. Then we invented nature's tears, eye mist, to slow down the evaporation of the surface of the eye because the surface of the eye is 99% water. It's not a chemical. It's not a formulated compound of invention. It's nature's water. Blindness would have been out of control. Vision impairment is not with toddlers. We're looking at the surface of the earth. Soil is vital to the atmosphere's health. Trees must grow, but they need to be healthy. The forest cannot be infested with insects. 
we need to bring that water up out of the aquifers above to the surface. We need reservoirs to help add to the environment of the atmosphere to be healthier. Stop and think about it. We need to do this for children of the world. Tomorrow is World Children Day, November 20th, 2018. Throughout the world are children. Put a child's heart in your hands and think about a child and the future of a child, not just yourself. Think about their lives, their emotions, their concerns, their health, and they're going to be living with the planet. Let them think about how, I bet they could invent a technology for the earth to be healthier and all mankind to be healthier. Think about that child. They need better education. They need safety. Their heart to be held with happiness. They need to be loved and cuddled and nurtured. They need their health. They need hope to dream. Put a child's heart in your heart, in your hands. There is no such thing as an imperfect child. I've said this forever. Tomorrow is World Children's Day. And let's think about the world and the future. Breathe the word eternity to come back into our vocabulary. But we need technology. I've been involved in studying technology for many years. People get so tired. I talk technology. But it's so exciting. You wouldn't have anything without invention. Let's invent a healthier earth, a healthier forest, and write the songs, write the poems, write the books. Scientists that are listening to our show and physicians and different ones that are laymen, think about technology to save our planet. And what has happened in California will happen in time. We don't want that. We want to think about new technology to save our planet. Let's do that together. Today we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to have Rose Hong on with us, who's the, one of the founders and the executive producer of, of Global Dragon Network, and she has her own show, and she likes health issues that she points out, too. And health is vital. It needs education. I have doctors on my medical team all over the world that I've talked to and scientists, and they say without being reminded, they even forget about certain things to take care of your health and what the issues are about. And they like to hear about researching technology and maybe some common sense, too, to add to our culture of life. The common sense that doesn't have to be complex. It can be just good old-fashioned common sense to remind each other. We're going to listen to our sponsor, but then we're going to come back with Rose. And Rose and I are going to discuss radio talk shows and the education they offer and what our goals are with a radio talk show for the future. That we want people to think about eventually members becoming part of us and opening up the world to what we could do to teach you and remind ourselves 
our education is vital to us, and can we be inventors of new thinking, new discovery, new technology? Think about it. But we're going to listen to our sponsor, which is Nature's Tears Eye Mist. It's 100% tissue culture grade of water. It's a trade secret. It's in the eye category for dry eye. What is dry eye? Loss of moisture. Evaporation loss of the eye. Over-evaporating the tear film. What is blindness? What is vision impairment? Over-evaporation of the eye's water loss. We'll listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with just a mist, and we'll be back with Rose Hong. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Rose, are you with us? Yes, Sharon, I'm right here. Can you speak up just a little bit? I can barely hear you. Okay, can you hear me better now? A little better, yeah. And I've mentioned to our studio to try to raise the tone, too, if, if once in a while I, it's a too, too soft. I tell, I'm so excited about our show today with you and I being on together. We've done this before. But tell us a little bit about I'll your think- background, and then I'll tell the audience a little bit about my background, and uh, we'll tell them why we're so excited about our radio show and what we're trying to do for health issues our, our education of what we're trying to accomplish internationally with having a radio talk show. Well, so tell us a Sharon, little bit about thank you. you. So, absolutely. First of all, thank you so much for inviting me back to the show. Um, well, I have a whole life story I could tell you, but in, the, in, the, in the, just a short version, and uh, I came to this country in 1986 as a young college graduate, 
And uh, my hope was to get a higher education in the United States. I have to tell you, I am so grateful to, the, to this nation. And that in 1986, almost 30 plus years ago, I was so fortunate to receive a full scholarship from the University of Maryland to allow me to attend graduate school, not only attend the grad school, but change my life forever. And uh, I came from a family of educators. Uh, my father is a teacher. My mom is a family physician. So I have some basic education about health. But when I grew older, and uh, of course witness what we have seen in this country, we are one of the wealthiest countries in the world, and also we spend most money on health. And however, when you look at the index on the global basis, we are not on the top of the list as far as wellness and the healthy statistics. So um, coming from the background of the, the corporate and the uh, public sector, uh, and also mainly media in the past 20 years, and I have this burden and that to educate and to enlighten and to empower the public to gain more knowledge about health, about wellness, because that's one thing I think connects us together in that you yourself are a great educator, a scientist researching about our health, about fundamentals of water, and what is the linkage, linkage to our health. And uh, but everyone, everyone needs to be involved in your own health. Do not rely on the health experts only. And I always say there are three E's you must learn as any individual. One, you have to be educated. And two, you have to be enlightened. And then you have to be empowered to take health in your own hands. And um, we have talked briefly before in private how we can use our platform, our mass media, radio, television, social media, how to reach out to uh, hundreds, thousands, millions of people to better educate it about nutrition, about wellness, so they can take care of themselves better instead of relying on the healthcare systems or doctors and experts only. You're right. In fact, um, now how I got involved, uh, Rose, is um, as a young girl, I was very fortunate in Oregon. It was a very aggressive state. It was the timber capital of the world, um, Oregon. So the wealth of uh, the timber and the generosity of the timber uh, owners um, uh, that here in Oregon, they were very much into children. And they really invested money into children's lives here in Oregon. I was one of those children in Roseburg, Oregon, which was the timber capital, to grow up and be very much influenced on how wonderful adults were to the children. So as I was a dreamer and a visionary, we did many things out of Roseburg as young people that took on the United States, and we were, uh, if they used to have, for example, a polio drive, because polio was out of control, and we would win every year for a long time uh, the money to make out of this tiny town of the timber capital of the world, though, 
in Roseburg, Oregon to raise the most amount of money to fight that disease. So I've been influenced all my life and uh, had parents who always gave their time, not to going to playing golf, but gave their time to charity and helping others at times of life if the person needed them or all the, t- uh, all the time, every month, my parents were very much into helping their community. When I grew into life in my father, I, my father died when I was very young, and it was a very successful family, but we, our lifestyle changed overnight when he had a heart attack and died water skiing in the Portland, Oregon, uh, on the Columbia River. Uh, we went home, and our lives changed. So I found myself not going to law school like I was going to. I didn't have the money, and I was already told that probably to raise it at that late time in high school wouldn't be feasible. So I had to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. So I chose to get involved in community activity a very young in my early 20s, and by the time I was uh, 23, 24, I was president of the American Cancer Society in, here in the area, and they chose me to be on the State Board of Health by the time I was 26, up in Portland, Oregon, which was at the north of Oregon at the university, because they could see that I was an educator, and I knew that I had to use common sense with education, and I found myself that they knew that everything I touched, I studied well, and I'm a study freak. I don't do anything without studying at first, and I'm an evaluator. So where I'm at today as the founder, uh, as time went by, the founder of Nature's Mist, the face of the water, which... We use tissue culture-grade water, and I took it to high-end cosmetics. I've done personal appearances all over the United States, heavily covered by the news media with what I was doing there. Then when I was asked by ophthalmology research to study the human eye organ because of blindness and vision impairment out of control, with nature's tears, I missed as the invention thanks to the whole United States. And you're right, Rose. The United States of America, I could not have done where I'm at today without the United States of America supporting me from coast to coast, city to city, um, because I had to go about it, and they had never had any company research center study water the way I do. And the health education that you and I want to do with the radio show It's been a dream. I've had the radio show for 12 years. Not sure the directions they can go. With Voice America, World Talk Radio, syndicated. And I'm excited about your partnership, your background, and your experiences. To get the scientists, the uh, scholars, the physicians on here worldwide that can join in and we can talk research together about what is so important that maybe had not been really thought out and get out on a limb, on a tightrope, and, and take some chan- chan- chances on describing 
some new directions that people need to take to be more proactive. You know, you mentioned uh, that we need to be educated, we need to invite new thinking, and we need to uh, improve our think uh, outlook. But what it, it with the physicians, but what we need to do, Rose, if we could with this radio show, get people thinking more proactive than just depending upon the doctor only. We need our doctors. We need our physicians. But they're not God. They need us to help them so that when we are in everyday life trying to be more proactive about learning and studying and what, what is out there, I'm hoping that our radio show that you and I can do here together with our guests can open up a a visionary window, a door, that people all over the world can think, we can do this together. That we can enjoy the cultural thinking that our society so far back, how they invented in your country of China, what they taught us from the countries of Africa, what we are learning when they had Ebola out of control, all of a sudden they decided if we drink a gallon of water every day, maybe that'll help, and they found out it worked. In India, in cultures all over the world, in Mexico, in, in, in Europe, in Russia, all over the world, they can teach us, we can teach them about what we need for a healthier climate of a planet for us to be a healthy. Because what is the climate? It's your personal health of human beings. Human beings' health rose affects the planet Earth. The planet Earth affects our individual health because of that word evaporation. The solar system is being affected because we all have to live together on this planet. Now, when you have your radio shows, now, do you have a radio show or more, more of a network for television? Yeah, we primarily only, actually only do television. Okay. Uh, we have two programs we devote to health and wellness. And uh, mm-hmm. you, Sharon, you touch on a few very uh, important topics that, you know, that, that are dear to my heart. One is uh, tomorrow is International Children's Day. And right. um, also you mentioned about your family. And uh, I think there's no better time to start the health and wellness education when you're a child. And uh, your parents and the lessons that parents share with their children and probably it's the most powerful, enduring message that children can learn. So that means the parents, we have the responsibility to be educated ourselves. And our life, lifestyle, our choices impact our children directly. So I think that's the first You know what I'm hoping, make. Rose, you can, excuse me for interrupting, I'm hoping you can bring some students on the show and that are involved in certain backgrounds of We've had on the show uh, a young boy who did tube wells uh, in India. And uh, students can be exciting 
for influencing families and children for healthier, proactive outlooks. What do you think about doing some of that? uh, Yeah, I think it would be wonderful. That's one thing I truly respect and admire you for carrying on the radio show for 12 years. And the diversity of guests on your show truly are amazing. And you are so open-minded. Not only you have Nobel Prize winning scientists, educators, but also you're open to students. And uh, I'm totally I, I, open to, to me, it's, I think our future, wouldn't it be exciting if this radio show could open up to scientists to start and physicians to start inviting more students into their world and, 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 and entertaining them to become scientists, becoming physicians. But a physician become, become enter research and be a physician at the same time. Um, Rose, I've been a little concerned through the years of, because I was on the State Board of Health with American Cancer Society way back. And I found myself, physicians are afraid, Rose, to talk about nutrition. They're afraid to talk about too much water. They're afraid because of liability insurance because that was not the courses that they specialized in medical school. And well, you're absolutely right, Sharon. I have a similar experience with my family physicians. And um, uh, and I live in Washington, D.C. area in Old Town, Alexandria, which is very close to Mount Vernon, uh, our first president, George Washington's home. And uh, we have some great doctors here. However, and you are absolutely right, my family physician actually will not talk about nutrition. Uh, No, he will talk about general nutrition, but he will not talk specifically. I think there's a few very practical reasons. One is, as you mentioned, when they were in med school, um, they were not specifically trained in nutrition. And secondly, from a business standpoint, talking about nutrition doesn't bring in any revenue. It's not billable. There we go. Yeah, with our primary physician's time, uh, they spend a few minutes with you. They don't have time to talk to you about nutrition. However, as you and I, we all know, all the top 10 chronical uh, medical de- 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 conditions are all related to lifestyle, diabetes, heart disease, and all of them can be prevented or improved simply not by medicine, not by surgery, rather changing lifestyle, eating healthy and uh, doing more exercise, and you have to empower the patient. But unfortunately, that's not what's happening in the medical community. You know, I've I've been so involved uh, through the years because of being founder of a a company, a research center, and I watched the physicians through the years and my own throughout the world that are studying with me, physicians and scientists, that excuse me, uh, I lost my breath for a minute, uh, found myself studying that what happens with these physicians is they graduate with specialties and they're not allowed to do what we need them to do. I need them to be more outgoing with studying about what, when the patient comes in, can they in their, be studying also to assist the patient about how to be more proactive when they leave the office 
to, to what they need to learn to study and ask questions. Uh, of the physician. The physician can not only ask questions of them, but they can ask questions of the physician and bec- go into research of getting rid of their common cold, getting rid of their flu, getting rid of their fungus on the toe, getting r- rid of cancer. Uh, not say, I'm going to give in, but what can I do as a team to study what I what to be proactive? And this is something that I wanted the radio show to do, Rose, is where we can all be educating, and that's where we need students. The students themselves are so hungry like I was. I was so lucky. I was spoiled as a student, young student. Uh, I can remember sitting in front of my teacher, raising my hand, and saying, I think we could learn more about that if you would look at this way of teaching it differently. And the, uh, the, uh, my, my teachers, Rose, got so used to me doing that. They'd wait to call on me for until because they knew I was going to bring up something like that. But that's where health education and even our planet Earth, the health education of the planet can be educated that way. Where people want to dive in and learn. Don't take things for granted. Um, with it. We gotta take our only break. Don't go anywhere, Rose. We're gonna take a break with our sponsor and I'll be back and then you can tell me how you think you would like this show to go. We'll talk to, we'll uh, listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears I Missed with Just a Mist. At the surface of your eye is 99% water. What is dry eye? Over-evaporation of water. When the eye drop touches it and you're not getting enough humidity for the eyes to be maintained with the amount of water on the surface of your eye, you get vision impairment and you could go blind, sadly. And they're finding that on our planet, blindness is out of control. We'll listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with the trade secret of tissue culture-grade water with just a mist. Eventually, we'll all be using it like I do. I use it every day two to three times to maintain the surface of my eye. We'll be right back with Rose. We'll listen to our sponsor with just a mist. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. 
Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Rose, you said that you're dedicated with your life to uh, health and wellness. And that word wellness is something I need to bring up today because you've really gotten involved in wellness organizations for people to become better educated. Tell us about your experiences with the wellness groups. Well, this was uh, almost 10 years ago, and um, I started this journey. Actually, um, very much like anyone, um, to start to educate myself better about nutrition, about what options are out there, and thank God I do not have any major medical conditions. However, I witnessed um, my father, for instance, and uh, he died at age of 73 due to diabetics. And um, oh. at the later years, mm-hmm. and uh, he lost his vision. And um, mm-hmm. so I, I am having a strong awareness of if you do not um, take care of yourself, and um, no one else could. And even you have the best doctor, best medicine in the world, and that your health will fail. So right. about you know, 10 some years ago, um, I not only just uh, acquired knowledge for myself, because I noticed people around me. I mean, people even at the middle age and um, pass away due to heart attack. My coworkers are passing away. And uh, mm-hmm. I notice, of course, that people around me are getting fatter, heavier, and uh, so I thought it has to be a better way because I myself, I go to my family physician, I you know, try to do all the right things and do my annual checkup, but I also find lack of information from my primary physician, even though you know, that family physician is supposed to be the, the quarterback of your health, but what right. I learn is that's not the case. And you have to be your own quarterback. You have to be in charge you. of your own house. I call it yeah, the Tom so. Brady. The Tom Brady. I get a kick because people, <laughs> the Tom Brady um, touchdown for the Super Bowl. And he, if you read his book uh, and his nutrition and his wife's outlook on how to take care of themselves with how they eat, how they think, how they live. And um, you were right, the quarterback outlook. Good for you. But anyhow, so I met with a few uh, attorney medicine doctors in the Washington, D.C. area. So I brainstormed. I said, why can't we have a wellness center? 
that incorporate both Western medicine and Eastern medicine under one umbrella, but also right. focus on prevention. And that, but because normally when you go to your family physicians, I can guarantee you they're not focusing on prevention because there's no, no. incentive. There's no yeah. financial incentive in prevention. Anyhow, yeah. so as a result, uh, we established a, a center called a Whole Health Wellness Center. And that basically, very much it's a patient from a patient's perspective because I'm not a trained medical professional. I'm a media business person. However, I uh, work with our doctors and practitioners. Design a center is more patient-friendly. If I'm a customer, I'm a patient, even I don't have any uh, major medical conditions, when I come to the center, what can I gain out of it? That's why we focus our treatments and services on education. Now, uh, Rose um, has the, excuse me for interrupting there, um, sorry, I forget, wellness. I've noticed there's a lot of new movement of wellness organizations. Now, are the insurance companies doing that? How are they, how are they being born? Uh, are they doing, somebody invents them? How are they developing well, that's a great question, Sharon. And I think it started from me, from me people. People are scared to be empowered. Okay. Yeah, they want okay. to get better options other than mm-hmm. relying on uh, drugs and the surgery. Mm-hmm. However, I mm-hmm. think that movement is really catching on. The corporate America started catching on for a few reasons. Mm-hmm. Insurance company, for instance, Blue Cross Blue Shield started to have a wellness program, even a bonus program. The reason, mm-hmm. if they have more people are healthier, their insurance claims will be less. So there's a direct correlation between what they promote, wellness mm-hmm. and good nutrition, versus the corporate bottom line. And then corporate mm-hmm. companies, of course, have the same mm-hmm. incentive. If they have a better um, educated and a healthier employee, and their productivity will increase, and their work time will be less, that's why you see in the corporate world, people, companies start to have wellness centers. They start to offer mm-hmm. a free a gym membership, or even some of them have gym right on the job site. And uh, now, so did, you tell, really did you tell? Did you tell us? Excuse me for interrupting, uh, but did you tell us that that there is some insurance companies that are developing uh, a uh, birth of the word wellness? to um, work with their companies to get people more proactive? Yes. I think that's a oh, good so they can see good. that. Yeah. Um, now, Blue Cross Blue Shield, that's a uh, personal insurance that I have, and I have witnessed and, of course, benefited from the mm-hmm. uh, incentives that mm-hmm. they have offered over the years. For instance, you know, they have the wellness incentives, and also they started to provide coverage for uh, chiropractic care, and uh, I can mm-hmm. hunter and those. So you know, provide, um, uh, Rose, you know what you might do is uh, go out to the Blue Cross Blue Shield and get the top executive with their PR department on our show so I can find out what they're thinking uh, on that, about what their future is, what they're trying to do to, with a vision of what they're wanting the people to start thinking about. Get somebody from their PR department on the show. 
I think that'd be a great idea because uh, the Blue Cross Blue Shield obviously is one of the largest health uh, care insurance companies in this country. Right. Um, so I think they should. And we'll get them to tell us about their program and where they're coming from, and maybe what we could do for them and other companies to be able to get more more involved. Um, with, uh, and then, then it might be fun to get them thinking about how can they get the insurance companies, whoever, all the insurance companies we bring on the show, how they can become involved and get more mothers. I'm, I've got a goal. I would love to see, um, when that baby leaves the hospital, that there's education in the, in the room. God, I there for a minute. I couldn't hear you uh, myself. Uh, there's education in the room uh, for the, before the baby leaves with the parents with health education for the parent, and it could be volunteers. Like I'm a founder of a hospital at Gillery, a big one years ago before I started this research center, and it, it, I we would go in and where our asset was to the hospital was making sure that the education to the patient and the family were together. We wanted the family to be a caregiver to the patient, not the family thinking that the patient should be really doing much, and uh, then the hospital would become part of the team. Uh, wouldn't it be exciting if we could get in all of these in all of these uh, hospital auxiliaries, but before the baby goes home, there's health education to the family before they leave. Well, it's there. So, in well, fact, I haven't well, thought about well, it until well, you and I were well, talking well, just now. Well, I am well, a founder well, of a hospital well, auxiliary, but what a what a way to get that baby educated before they leave. With auxiliary, the hospital auxiliary. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. education is a lifelong journey, lifetime journey, and you need to start right. from birth. And uh, never, never quit. The, yeah, that's why it cannot be done by one person, one company. It needs to be a grassroots movement, and that uh, we need to put right. more nutrition, wellness education in the school, Drink, drink water, eat the right food, um, yeah. certain things that they can hand out brochures. They're not going to be recommending any symptoms, da. They can hand out, here's a brochure for this, here's the brochure for that. And this is something you can go on the Internet or on your iPhone and ask Google for when you're trying to whatever. Uh, there's so much they can learn uh, that they can leave with a little packet of information inside of a little bag and maybe some coupons from the stores uh, that say, come on in. We've got nutritional new uh, things for you to learn in the store where the store can say, we've got education in here for you to learn more about nutrition and how to shop in the store. Uh, there's so much to be, oh my gosh, we have a lot we have to do here. Yeah, so much, <laughs> so, so much can be done. That's why we're talking, <laughs> what can we do using the past? I'm the founder of a research center, but trust me, in technology, <laughs> I'm never in, I never in. <laughs> I look at everything like it's a technology of learning, uh, what has to be done. But um, on your on your show, uh, the the guests that you bring on, are you finding them ex- uh, excited about what they uh, what they can teach? Um, 
how, with your audience now, when you bring on a guest to the audience, uh, now is yours on internet television or are you on network That's television? Right. Internet, internet television? television. Internet and then okay. cable talk box. Yes. Okay. Okay. Because I've done so much national television. Uh, I've been on TV since I was in my 20s, too. In fact, I have to tell you in the audience, I'm a, I'm a, I was an AAU official. My children were, my older daughter was, was a swimmer, a competitive swimmer. And I taught them to swim when they were babies. And uh, so when they found out about it, my older daughter, they wanted her on the swim team. So anyway, um, I wanted her to be able to swim and be healthy. I have to tell you something about me, too. I, when I found out I was pregnant with my first baby, I panicked. I thought, oh, my gosh, I've got to learn how to study to food, feed uh, somebody I haven't met yet. <laughs> so right. I started studying food. At the beginning of my first pregnancy, before she was born, she was born, and I was so serious about what to feed her, the water and everything. The first tooth came. I had to rush to the dentist thinking that tooth is coming, and I called a friend of mine who was a dentist. I said, oh, my God, Dr. Jensen, she's got a tooth coming in. What am I going to do? I've got to get her her to meet you. (laughs) Uh, But when she became a swimmer, I, I wanted her to be healthy, continue her good grades. My children never had a cavity living at home. Uh, they were always eating the right food, never complained. But I decided to have, if the radio station would let me, Rose, my first live radio program on health, nutrition, and athletes. And we did that here. And uh, people laughed, Rose, because my daughter was always in the winner's circle with what she did. They thought I was doing it intentionally to that food was going to do it. <laughs> it wasn't. Well, you know, I just wanted to, Sharon, I just wanted them to your, be healthy. Yeah. See, from your story, that's every parent's story. Learning and uh, to be educate yourself is right. a lifetime journey because our body changes, our family dynamics changes, and uh, right. at each phase of your life and your nutrition needs, are different, and uh, right. you know, there's no exactly. better person than you yourself. You have you, know, you right. have to reach out you know, to seek out information. Now, something I'm going to remind, then, something I'm going to remind you just there before we move on and let you carry go take it. But the one thing I learned in my research and technology, when that baby is born and comes out of that pocket of the mother's womb, that baby individually begins to evaporate water. Because those organs are all a percentage, and it's what keeps it alive is the atmosphere's water vapor. That's what keeps it alive, number one, number one. The baby immediately opens its eyes, and the eyes, there are no two eyes alike, no two fingerprints alike, no two babies alike. Isn't that amazing? Everybody is different, and we've all got to remember that. We're all walking uniquely different. Yes. And that's that evaporation of, of, of what happened at that second. That baby, we've never studied that evaporation, and that's what I study. We need to study that because that evaporation causes stress. Now, follow me for a minute, and that's why I wanted to bring up the word stress to you. 
The word stress in our lives, have you ever heard people say, well, that has to be because of stress? And it, it's a fact. I, life in our bodies, there's a stress load that we can only handle each one of us. It's so unique. And the stress we put on ourselves and the others put on us too. Others can do it, in, you know, we'll do it intentionally to put a stress load on us. And that's why that word bullying and that word that people take advantage of us. And what they do is they put a stress load on us that we have already got on ourselves. And that stress can cause you to over-evaporate and have symptoms that happen that are sad of, of different diseases. And that is something why it is so important. A radio shows like yours, your show uh, on television, uh, internet television, mine on the radio, getting a partnership to what you and I can do to bring that education to the birth, to the birth up through all these children, up through all these different a lifetime education is that they need to understand, we need to do what Dr. Chow is trying to teach us. Relax. Don't let that stress over-evaporate you. Learn how to reach out into the atmosphere and bring it to your life. And knowing that we're not living alone, that we got to relax that stress and not be so exhausted and do those five things that you've ta- I've talked about, you've talked about. Learn to drink the right amount of water to slow down that evaporation. Learn how, how to, to um, breathe like Dr. Charles tried to teach us. Learn the proper nutrition per person. What is that? that what you, if you're not properly nutrition, your health is going to affect somebody else's health. That's what happens with that stress. It detoxifies into the air we're living in. The other one is good moderate exercise, like Tom Brady's trying to teach everybody. Be moderate. And the other one is sleep, like you said, too. Learn how to sleep. Now, what do you think you could do with your unbelievable background? What would be the first thing if you had your dream come true with your background? And you've been in high places, done a lot of special things. What would you dream for, for the education, number one, for the education for what I should be doing on my radio show? Well, Sharon, you know, we are all so fortunate. Um, the reason I say we're fortunate because we have certain tools and we have certain access to knowledge and people that average people do not have. And you have your radio show, I have a television show, and also we have access to some of the top scientists, doctors, and health practitioners. So what I'm really hoping, as I mentioned earlier at the show, three E's, to educate, to enlighten, and to empower. So I want us to create a community where we have scientists, We have health practitioners, doctors openly sharing their wisdom and their teaching with the general public. And now we have the community, the general public, and the eager to learn, and uh, not only from the health experts, but also from each other and sharing uh, information, sharing tips, 
because as we just uh, talked briefly, our body is such a complex, uh, dynamic creation. Um, it's not one factor. There's so many factors impact our health. You know, we'll talk about some fundamentals, good sleep, good water, and breathing, good air, Rose, good I am so sorry. Yeah. We're out of time. Uh, that hour went so fast, I can't believe it. We'll do this again, but I think you just told us what your vision would be for us to be a successful show. I want to thank you for coming on today, and uh, I wish you well and a very special Thanksgiving that's coming up and tomorrow's the World Children's Day. That'll be in your heart, I know. Yes, indeed. Well, Sharon, I want to thank you again for inviting me back to the show, and I want to wish all our listening audience out there a great, happy Thanksgiving, and stay healthy and stay well. Thank you. Thank you so much, and God bless. I want to thank you, audience, for listening. I enjoyed every moment being with Rose Hong, and listen to her show on Global Dragon Television. You be well, and God bless. Have a special Thanksgiving Day in America. Bye. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com. Oh, 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 oh,